Yo. Let's go. Good morning, good evening, and good night. All right. Good night, guys. <laughs> and that's it. That's the episode of Waved Up. Yo, depending on where you at, this, this, those are the times. Or good afternoon, I guess. I forgot. Good afternoon. Anyway, it's another episode, Waved Up with the Crush Boys. And we are the Crush Boys. I am AJ. Zach. That, that's Zach. That guy. Um, Yeah, just how are y'all? How are y'all doing? How's... Well, we're okay. We're doing all right. Hey, hey. <laughs> the past couple weeks have been a little crazy. I know we've been talking about it a little bit in our previous episodes. If you haven't heard, go check that out on all your streaming platforms, Spotify, SoundCloud, what have you. Everywhere. Find it. <laughs> Type it in. It's easy enough. We could do this together. And I've been asking you guys to comment, and I see some comments. I don't... Shout out Jess. She be commenting. <laughs> I fucks with Jess. We go tag her in this, because that's what we do. Because mm-hmm. we like to show love. Going through a lot of different things. Outside of the coronavirus, as you guys know, unless you've been living under a rock, tucked away in the deep Himalayan mountain somewhere. Himalayan? <laughs> it's a Himalayan land, assimilation in the Himalayas. Unless you are somewhere under a fucking rock, a lot of racial injustices have been going on, and shout out to all 50 states, plus the Amish, plus K-pop, everyone else besides... Besides racist. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, besides racist. We all know what's right, what's wrong. Everybody's been showing up a lot of different countries have been showing up and showing out that is the plus of everything and unfortunately it took a couple deaths but namely George Floyd's death to kind of bring light to police brutality that's been going on in America for centuries but before we get into that Zach what are you drinking I was gonna say maybe you should just explain what you're drinking and it will make it easier for oh, me okay, okay. to explain mm-hmm. what I'm drinking okay I'm making Tito's with some strawberries lemon on lime and uh, some sparkling water in that joint. To be honest with you, uh, being quarantined in the crib has made me try a lot of different things. And now we're on liquor. I'm drinking what he's drinking. <laughs> so, how are you enjoying it, Zachary? It's decent. It's pretty good. As always, with every episode, if you guys have a drink of choice, whether it be water, whether it be an alcoholic beverage, uh, we always encourage you to go pour up, have a drink with us. We periodically be stopping just so we could take a little, you know what I mean, a little set. A little stress reliever. I don't taste any liquor. That's the only thing. <laughs> I mean, I can change that. I'm very saying, quickly. did you already put? I put liquor in there a lot, and you just mixed it well. Yeah. Or do it need a little splash. Okay, got a little. All right. Mm-hmm. Nigga put a waterfall on that one. That's a splash, <laughs> A lot of injustices going on in the world right now, which you guys do know. But besides that, again, excuse the fireworks. <laughs> but besides that, namely George Floyd. George Floyd is, uh, if you guys don't know, but you guys do know, so I'm not even going to go into it. If you don't know, go to previous episodes. But to give you an update, the four cops that were a part of his death have all been charged and arrested. And for that, I would like to say, let's get an early drink going. Cheers. To Cheers to that. You should look at their mugshots. Remember their faces. This is just a small piece and reflection of racism. And if you look at the pictures, this from all different facets. You're looking at the Asian guy up there, one that kind of looks like of Hispanic descent and white. It's just a little small piece of the dynamic that it is. So racism doesn't necessarily reflect a black and white thing. Kind of is a culmination of all things. And I'm not gonna go into the definition of racism, but we talked a bit about Amy Cooper last episode. Just to give an update, the mayor of New 
New York is making it so that any person is calling and saying I'm being attacked by a black man or a Hispanic man and it's found to not be true they are looking to put in some kind of thing (laughs) (laughs) some kind of law to make it so that it is labeled as a hate crime and I think this is a start to a trend that needs to happen countrywide what do you think Zach? Yeah I mean for sure there's a a certain law like that kind of where I mean if you're telling a false lie then you, you can't just lie about a crime or something yeah so I don't know why it's it would be any different from now just because it's got something to do with racism. I feel like it's already a law. Like, you can't just lie about a crime and there's no penalty. I think it's more so, like, just stating that, like, I haven't seen the litigation that he's trying to put in, but, like, again, you can call and say, I feel threatened. As a woman, a man can attack, or not even attack you, just be around you and make you feel threatened. And if you need to call to have someone come assist you, you should. I do encourage women and men, but especially women. If you feel like your life is in danger, you should call whoever the fuck you think is gonna come and save you. Yeah. But it shouldn't be a trigger for somebody that hears, uh, there's a black man over here. It shouldn't be a trigger uh, either. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, let's look a little deeper than the law as well. Mm-hmm. Why is that even a triggering word? She definitely knew that using that language was going to get a certain reaction. Why did? But why did she get the reaction? Because of racism. <laughs> that person that answers the phone to, I mean, look, they just doing their job as well. Mm. But it's a problem that when you hear that phrase, a black man, blank, 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 mm-hmm. it's already going to be taken in a, a negative way. So, I mean, we, we have to stop the conditioning. That is a great word to use. Re-education across the board needs to happen. Not just necessarily with police, but I think a lot of us individually, because I know we all have our own prejudices, and I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't have my own, but a lot of us are not afforded the privilege to really use it against the disenfranchised people. And I feel that if you do have a privilege, be knowledgeable about your privilege and know that certain words that you use and certain ideas that you have have against other people is going to have a negative effect on their life, regardless if you meant it to happen or not. We're talking about uh, women lying about um, whether uh, a man... uh, sexually assaulted them. I'm not saying that that never happens, but I'm talking particularly about one situation with a, a, a minor. Had a scholarship to a major uh, college, was a star athlete, and I guess a woman lied about him sexually abusing him. And him being a black man, it got blown out of proportion. He spent a lot of time in jail when, when she lied about it. And she got charged with a hate crime as well. And, I, and that's the only reason why I really bring it up is because these kind of situations, it's a global issue, but... I speak predominantly about America is because racism is rooted so many levels of our our system, whether it be judicial system, our police, education-wise, and for example, Texas and how they take certain information out and uh, redistribute and re-educate kids, get them to think a certain way. Even when it comes down to black people as a whole, when you think about it, how we've been conditioned throughout the centuries and the years to just hate our own, it's crazy. Re-education is important. That's my main point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And speaking of re-education, uh, one person that could definitely benefit from re-education is Trina and her dumbass. Trina. <laughs> Trina. The rapper, Trina. Trina. The baddest The bitch. baddest fucking bitch. And I know she meant that. I didn't know she meant, like, the most uh, fascist, racist bitch. Whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I don't know. I have to read, read it myself. Maybe you can uh, 
uh, bring me up to speed, but I definitely got to read it myself. Before, you got to listen. Before I judge, or I got to listen to it before I judge. But go ahead. Trina was on her radio show, mm-hmm. and she was talking to Trick Daddy about right. the things that were happening. And you can hear Trick Daddy talking to her and just being like, yo, you don't have to say this. Like, I understand you're upset about your friendship getting destroyed and looted or whatever, but... What you're about to say is going to get you in a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Trick Daddy. <laughs> and the way he was saying it, he was just like, yo, he he was making valid points and she was not trying to hear it. He was just like, look, not a lot of people are looting. Not everybody that's protesting is looting. Yeah. And she had a she had a counter argument for everything. We're protesting and uh, we're protesting our own. But at the same time, our own is killing uh, each other and blah, 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 blah. And he was like, yo, people, it's police brutality. That's what we're marching for. That's what people are marching for. And you can't tell people how to feel and how to act and all these other kind of ways. She's talking about other shit that may, may be true in a sense, but we're not talking about that because exactly. that's not what the issue is. Exactly. Right here, right now. 100%. What we're talking about. And real mindful people, real empathetic people can understand mm-hmm. that. It's not a necessary... If we're on a nitpick every little thing about how we're supposed right. to do Certain things We gonna handle ourselves Internally When we can But right now We're focused on On uh, Defeating this government That's been holding us down Forever Exactly And causing us To also Hold each other down Mm -hmm. In the process So We get rid of them We'll get rid of that There's no reason for you to Yeah I get what she's saying Yeah Okay Unfortunately She won this so far But it is her radio show It's her radio show (laughs) She can speak her mind She said it In the radio In the little insert That I let Listen to She said I'm ready I got time today And I'm not gonna let you She talking to Trick Daddy mm-hmm. Or anyone else Tell me how to voice my opinion Rightfully so He backed off And allowed her to spew The bullshit that came afterwards If you guys haven't listened to it Go listen to it I want you guys And while you listen to it Just remind yourself that Certain people Even within your own community Look at you a certain way And not to say that Of course she's upset Things happen Like she had a friend That has May or may not have been insured To the ability that she should have been For eluding Lost a lot of things and I understand her grief and her anguish and all this upsetness. As as a black person wanting to be an entrepreneur, having my own, I can definitely relate to people losing a lot of things during this loop. But also as a black person, as a black man, I also know the importance of certain things going down. And if I want to educate myself, I would also know that a lot of this looting is not happening from the protesters. A lot of this looting is happening from different people um, inserting themselves within the protests that don't even have the same ideas or if they do have the same purpose they're looting because it is something to do it's something fun right. and what we're noticing about these people is, is that it's happened m- many times it's continued to happen statewide I mean it's probably happened since the 90s yeah. even since the 80s just before wherever the fuck riots were they were there that's just exactly. how it happens exactly and then right. I feel like just being knowledgeable about the fact that, okay, my friend's stuff got destroyed, but there's layers to this. And I can't tell a group of disenfranchised people right. that I am also a part of, that they are animals, that they are wrong for doing what they are going or they have done, if I'm not being truly empathetic. To say something as fucking triggering and as loaded. Triggering to who? What type of people are being triggered by this? Because I would think, I would say probably about. 
don't know, 70% of people are with the entire fight. Mm-hmm. They with the shits. Mm-hmm. They they would never say no shit like this. They don't give a fuck about what people talk about like this. Mm-hmm. Most of them are just, I guess, trying to change the other 30%'s mind. Yeah. But why? At some point, Trina is going to be like, hmm. I should have said this. <laughs> I probably like, and and I I believe what I'm saying, but I don't believe in it more than the bigger picture of the cause. She see the shit. She's read everything. Yeah. Or maybe she hasn't, but she will. Especially now after she's voiced her opinion. Yeah. Because after somebody voiced their opinion, it seems like they seem to get re-educated. <laughs> it's very good that she actually voices her opinion so she could be re-educated. I, I, and that's what you wanted in the first place. That's what you was talking about. I agree. But to speak <laughs> to your point, Trina has a platform and she has a responsibility on this platform. If she's just going to be a rapper, be the baddest bitch, then go be, just be the rapper, be the baddest bitch. Don't speak necessarily on something that's going to create division amongst your people. I think, well, I think it's great because it's too, <laughs> I think it's great because there's too many people on the right side that's speaking up this time or it's too many people that's pretending to be on the right side mm-hmm. that's speaking up. So the rest are the ones that really don't care and they just want to voice their opinion and then they're going to get re-educated along with people that agree with them. Mm-hmm. Because of that, her followers that believe in her are also going to follow what she's saying and they're going to get re-educated as well. Yeah. So then it's going to be a mass re-education. Most of the niggas are going to be like, Trina, you was tripping. Or whoever the fuck the celebrity is that's fucking up Drew Brees. Mm. You know what I'm saying? He mm. got re-educated real quick. <laughs> he may not believe it, but he know he fucked up. Yeah. And he said it and all the people that was with him and thought the same way, at least like a quarter of them also got re-educated. So thus, one person coming out equaled a thousand more people being re-educated, which is what we want. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that it comes down to it. It's simple mathematics. <laughs> simple math. It's it the math. You want people to say what their opinions. You want that shit to come out. I agree. You do. You definitely want You don't want nobody to be on that phony shit. Then you'll never have the change that we're looking for. I agree to that. I definitely say that. But I also think that we, as a people of many colors and creed, but we're all people of color, to be able to look at certain things happening. I'm, I'm talking about so many things I'm seeing on Twitter, whether it's a Mexican man coming out and saying nigger with a chainsaw, whether... <laughs> what? <laughs> have you, yo, social media has been fucking my head up, yo. Or seeing, like, other people of color to escort a white man in fucking full blackface. Like, this nigga look like a menstrual show. I'm confused. Blackface menstrual show? What? It's back in the day, these white artists were all black, and they used to outline their lips to make them look fuller, and they used to... It was part of a propaganda-type act. I'm gonna have to look that up. Like, the KKK made a video, and it went... I can't even remember the name of it. If, if you know, drop it in the comments. I just don't remember nothing being called menstrual. They used to make it extra, and he was, like, the bad guy. He was really creepy and slimy and trying to mm-hmm. grab the white women, and the KKK come on their horses in all white uh, hoods, and they come save the day. And this was the propaganda within America that was going on. And these, we're not talking about the propaganda we put over there in Japan amongst our own people when we were fighting against Hiroshima and all this shit, right? I'm, we're talking about our own people fucking ourselves up. You know what I mean? That's why I say it's... I mean, it's done all the time. That's what I'm saying. It's like a... But that's why I'm saying... One of the oldest tricks in the book. But this is such a global issue, though. It's such a global issue because everything that I'm watching... Just to go back to the effect of um, talking about the white guy in Toronto 
wearing all blackface, like to from head to toe, like we're all black, spewing out bullshit about yeah my skin color and buzzing, but just trying to be very combative. I'm seeing other videos where another tall white man is yelling at kids, grabbing fucking signs from kids, and really getting aggressive. And one of my major questions is, why is nobody fucking them up? I don't know why they're not fucking. I don't want to watch no more people yell at people that are being aggressive, talking about peaceful protest. No. No, we gonna beat your ass and then we gonna have our peaceful protest. I mean, to each their own. Some people do deserve to have their ass whooped. It's just on to you if you feel like getting arrested that day. But you don't have to listen to whatever this person's saying. And the minute that they put their hands on you, boom, it's over. I can't get in your face the way this man was in his face. Because then we might have to have a discussion. <laughs> and then grabbing signs out your hand. I'm defending myself. I'm swinging. Or you could smile and you could laugh in his face and scream just as loud. Either or, whatever will get whatever gets you up. But I'm I, I guess. I'm talking about so many other videos I watch on social media, like um, a car driving through a protest to try to get out of protest. A fucking racial dude, racial dude. I'm fucking racist. A racist dude. <laughs> a racist runs to the car and tries to deck the black guy in the face. The black guy gets out of the car. As he should. And then proceeds to get arrested. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yo, you See, can't make this upset. shit up. You can't make this shit up, but I'm more upset with... I know I understand that the, the police and the, the National Guard, military, they come and they do their job. But at some point, you have to protect, or you have to do the job, and that's protect and serve the U.S. citizen, not be used by the government as their pawn because they think you're just an enforcer. And that's not what it's about. It's about the American citizen for the military. I agree. But another another side, um, to give context, I've seen a video where they taped a black uh, military man. Military man. I'm full of words. It's all good. It's all good. Uh, uh, Racist dude. Military man. Racial dude. Um, yeah, black guy in military government. And he was, like, whispering the chants that they were saying around him. Yeah. And he had to hold place, but he was also saying George Floyd, George Floyd. And then somebody made a comment like, yo, you don't understand if he steps out of his line, if he goes against what he's supposed to be put out there for, he could go to jail. Oh, for sure. I mean, it's a dishonorable type of discharge type of shit. Yeah, Yeah, I get it. And shit is different. I get it. Shit is different for him. I get it. It's different for him. It's also different for a lot of civilian Americans right now that are being arrested for the first time and have never had to deal with that shit either. Uh, so, I mean, I, I totally get it. But at the same time, the whole point is for everybody to become selfless at this point, right? Mm-hmm. And then that's how, as a whole, selfless people will become one wholesome group mm-hmm. that can defeat the tyrants that are holding us, uh, holding us down, right? This is a different right? tone than the last episode you had. Yeah. Is it? You was like, bear arms, let's fucking, we should. Let's, still let's get it popping. Let's you know, get it you know, you know, in Burbank, they had, like, lines around the block to three separate guns. I believe shops. it. As they should, and they should be making their money. I need and to I make. hope they selling them shits, and I would sell some for the love. I need to. You should Cop. Find, a, find a way. Now, it's, it's other places other than a gun store, but... <laughs> 
Um, we are not we are not condoning if this. Anything, you know what I'm saying, might be easier without the serial number in this case. <laughs> Stop the fact, it. The fact Stop of the matter it. is though, is that yes, like if it come to that, it come to that because that's what we have to do to defend ourselves because we've been back into a corner for way too long. There's nowhere else to go. If you're just gonna kill us in the street, you obviously could you could have got up after five minutes, bro. Mm-hmm. This is just the one instance, but I'm just saying, like, yeah. you could have just let man's throw his hoodie on, get his skittles for that night, mm-hmm. and you wasn't even a police officer. This nigga should not be free, nothing. He shouldn't have to go through another trial just to get into the system. Exactly. But I'm not against trying to work this shit out the right way as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got- when we just stop, we don't go to work no more, we don't do nothing, mm-hmm. then they'll be like, okay, fine. We're going to just turn off all the power. Let's turn off the electricity. Let's turn off all the water. Whatever they control. Mm-hmm. But if we can still find a way to outlast <laughs> uh, without a tech, I mean, we would have to go through a lot. I really don't know what has to be done because it seems so deeply rooted. It's going to take some time. We're in the right direction. I just We cannot get complacent Places. with signs. Yeah, I agree. I agree. And Black Lives Matter Plaza, I think that's what it's called. I'm not sure if it's Plaza, but... It's a street. Yeah. It's a street. To let you guys know, in case you don't know, we're talking about the street in Washington, D.C. that they just renamed Black Lives Matter. Right, and painted yellow on the ground. Which to me is a guy's... Don't get me wrong, it's great. It's just like all the rest of the Martin Luther King Boulevard. It's that's what every I'm Thank you. Single, Thank you for saying every that. Every single city in, in America except for, like, Kansas probably. But that's what I'm saying. They do the bare minimum. You're doing things. That's why we have an Obama drive. Like, you have the, to do why? it. Why? Why? But you, ha- you have to do it. Because, you don't have to make a street. Because on one level, people that are satisfied with that and they need it, they, but they need to see it. If they don't see that, then they don't see no other type of change ever happening and they just gonna give up. It's important to show it, but, then, but it can't be that, it can't just be that deep. But for them, it, it might go deeper. It might just be that. It, it might just be like, it can be. I know. I doubt that. It might just be. I Not seen it. Time. I seen it, and that's it. Not this time. And if it is, then I guarantee the next time that this happens, y'all, it's gonna be World War Three, Civil War Two over here. Yeah, I definitely I guarantee it. If, I de- we, if this ain't, if this is as far as we gonna get, if this is as, as deep as we going. Then... I mean, not for all of us, but for a lot. But for some of us, I think. For the trainers of the world, they might say, but hey, look, right. the, four, and that's the, four, the, four, the four of them, the four of the cops got charged, they got brought in, why are we still in the streets? It's a lot of people that think like that. A lot of people of color also think like that, that happen to not be black. I'm not going to speak on that, but everybody knows right. there are layers to people. I'm not going to say, course. I'm not going to make make things divisive. I want the conversation to stick on uh, police brutality and racial injustice. That is what we're fighting against. I see other things going on right now. We're talking about reparations for black people, again, which happens periodically throughout the years or whatever. But again, I mean, look, I'll take the money. (laughs) It's important. Is it? Yeah, because because we yeah okay. It need to be deeper. Yeah, I get it. Reparations, so what? We can be back on a it's a impossible equal playing field. Not even equal. Pl- we'll, ne- we'll, we'll, ne- we'll, we'll never be on the equal playing field. Is we could get into an equity point. No, we can't. It's not that's not the same thing as equality. I know. I'm saying we can't. It's literally there's no the land that is occupied by the people, there's no way that we can take that over. Especially if you going down the line, like, think of, like, Native Americans and ourselves, like, we're owed certain things because the nation was built off our back. Especially when you factor yeah, in I mean, the way that look, it was carried out. We literally worked on plantations for our freedom and then was told, hey, if you also become a slave, 
continuously, pay for your freedom. I also will sell you some of this land. And also, that never fucking happened. I use also a lot of times. That's cool. Yo, look, there's I ain't no way arguing with the the land. I don't know. I don't know how niggas can get that. That's not gonna happen. But that's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. That's is well, how we don't need it to be equal no more. It's too late for that shit. No, but that's what I'm saying. That's how you build generational wealth. You used to be able to uh borrow based off of land. And at this point but you know what we got now. We can't borrow you know what we got shit. Now? We got a bunch of fake money that we need to go ahead and act like we can use while it still matters for a little bit. And that's what they could give us so we could buy this land that we need. And we can start our own fucking generational thing. We can't buy land. They took their shit from. Well, I mean, I mean, we can't buy land, but not enough. We don't to. have to stay here. You look at the world. The majority of the world is already populated. Where the fuck are we going to go? It's got to be somebody who wants some money. Especially and you- do something else with their life. They don't want all this big land that they got because they can't take care of it. There's plenty of people like that. Yeah, but you also got to think of what if those people that have it and don't like your black ass? It shouldn't be like that. That's what we're fighting against. That's what we're fighting against. But again, after all of this goes away, to think that you're going to get rid of racism as a whole, don't think that way. I want, I want everybody to know out there right I mean, now. That's not going to happen. Whether we win or not, racism is still going to be here. It's going to be full effect. Unless we have like full re-education it's on a take, micro level, it's, it's no way. Take another thousand, couple thousand years. I don't even see it happening because everybody wants to feel more superior than the next person. That's I mean, why capitalism is so big. You gotta look at history, though. I mean, where's the racism at? It was at its peak when we were slaves. For for us, I'm saying. I'm saying. Oh, for, for the our, black person. Yeah, for yeah. black people, history. So like, what? It's been almost 500 years. Way coming up, mm-hmm, I guess. Or whatever. So then. It took us that to get right here. So it's gonna take another five hundred to get stable, but then another five hundred, and it shouldn't be no more racism. It's too, not no. As much as I want to be wealthy as fuck, and I would love to be able to provide for my family and shit, capitalism is never going to allow the black man as a whole to prosper. Why are you keeping yourself at that level to think? No, about be, that? no, because if you think about it, if you think about classes, there's a lower class, a middle class. Upper class right. That's all based off Your income Which again Is the That's why people Like Trina And Can say like Hey I'm not afraid To get pulled over Who Because might be I have my A millionaire If she's not a millionaire But that's what I'm saying That's Who I, has Generational wealth No not generational She might have You don't know You you don't know What her finances is like Genera- I'm talking about Generational wealth To the point where Your grandchildren's Grandchildren Grandchildren You don't know What investment she got And You don't know nothing I, you are really sleeping on people that have money and, and are around people that have money, what they do with their money. But I'm saying... I think you're sleeping on that. Like I do. That's like saying Blueface could be broke, even though he just... I'm not worried about Blueface's... But I'm talking about... I'm just saying. Okay, think of it this way. Like, you're talking about... Um, before your kids are even born, they're going to an Ivy League. So much of this land has already been occupied by people that have not necessarily worked for it. As far as being a black man and a black person in America, a lot of that shit is old and we're never going to see you it. What I also know what's going to twist shit up that you might be forgetting just a bit is all these biracial babies that's going to end up popping up into these generational wealth families. And that's gonna change the game. Yeah. So maybe in a couple hundred years we'll we'll, we'll see. Like you said, is you said it's never gonna happen. Not so. Not to the level. I think my way is more optimistic than yours. Not to the level that I'm. I talking think so. About. Not to the level that I'm talking. I about. think so. I think you underestimate. Because when you start, when you're starting up here, how do we get? How do you go, go from? We're down here, right? How the fuck do we go back up here? How do we? Climb, how sir. do you? Huh? You climb, and you don't look at how but, do we get up there. You just climb. But I'm and saying you're up there. I'm saying how but if we're basing the if we're basing all of that and saying that 
I hope the racist uh, next of kin fuck someone within my family to I go saying, in hope, there. I'm saying that that's going to happen. You're saying that white people will always be in a superior position. And I don't believe so because black people have cracked in there. I'm saying generational wealth as a whole mm-hmm. is something that we all are aspiring to have. And we'll never have it at the level that they do because they do. it is already at a point where the majority of land... There used to be zero black people that had no generational wealth at all. There was zero. Mm-hmm. Now there's more. Yeah. What do you think is going to happen? Is We're getting there. And the fact that you don't see... That if one if one black man if one black woman can do it the rest of us can do it. I'm we saying, gotta catch I'm on. I'm saying I'm not saying and we that. don't need it. Even, we don't even need shit to be given to us to do it. I'm not arguing that point. What I'm saying as as a whole, we're discussing privilege, right? We are not going to be able to get to the point where we're going to have generational wealth for every person to the point where we every, have black privilege. Every white we're person, never going to see black. Every privilege. white person with privilege also does not have generational wealth either. Yeah, but I'm saying a lot of that privilege is based off the fact that a lot. A lot of white people do have generational wealth. I'm going to give you this because okay. of that. Because you look all like facts. Me. That's all facts. But what does that do for the morale that you were just talking about earlier for your people that you bringing this shit up now? It's kind of negative. Understand the plight and the fight that we have. I say never. Maybe it was maybe it was a sense of negativity in that never. But what I'm saying is that understand the lead that they have, the handicap that they have. And understand that when you're protesting and when you're fighting and when you're against the racial injustices that happen in the world, know that a lot of people are not on your side necessarily because they are defending their bottom line. There's a lot of reason why police are not helping you. It stems from capitalism. That was my main point. Capitalism helps divide the people. There's a reason why police as a whole have, haven't been behind it. It's because they're fighting for their pensions. People are... are Police are arguing about uh, defunding the police when we're looking at how many years have we gone on a line and we're defunding schools and we're defunding all this other shit that could be for the betterment of the people. And it's when I say generational wealth helps to mitigate all of this bullshit and change, that's the quickest thing. And yes, I said we'll never be at the point there, but that means that the system as a whole needs to be broken. I'm saying capitalism as a whole needs to be broken, needs that's to be well changed. Known. So, so I, I, maybe I got weird, weird somewhere along it's the transition. Well it, for sure. Everybody knows that this shit needs to be broken, and of course there's going to be sides that don't want it to be broken because it's not beneficial but for that, them. But that's why my main point, yeah, and I'm going I mean, to conclude this whole <laughs> section right here, is that the system as a whole needs to be reformed because the way it is conditioned now, the generational wealth that is happening amongst the people that are not people of color is making it borderline impossible for us to see the change that we are fighting for. Understand that the bottom line, your dollar and your bank account, your pensions that you're fighting for your family, these people that have you at a point where you can't fight the way you want to fight don't need to fight. And that's where we want to get. We want to get to a point where we are all on a sense of being like, right is right. Not right is right because I I need my money. I understand your frustration. Yeah. You feel like this is something everyone should understand. It's levels to what we're going to do, but it's to affect change. But what I'm saying is that the change that we're all fighting for is a systemic thing that is not just necessarily racial 
divide. And we need to understand that the way that our government is set up, we are never going to see even equality. If we want to aspire to be better, we're never going to see it in the way that we highlight capitalism because capitalism prospers off a division. And division happens when the next person that looks like you or could be on the opposite spectrum of you hates you because they want to feel better. They want to feel superior. Superiority breeds capitalism. Okay. That's that was my point. What point is that? Is that it's going to, it's going we're fighting racial because you said it can't stop there and I was just agreeing to you and saying that it can't stop there yeah. we have to fight the system as a whole right. and when we talk about fighting the system we're talking about changing how we work as a whole capitalism we're a capitalist nation we need to change that and I understand that it works for individuals but as a collective we can't keep this system and after we lock up everybody or after we change the police and we change other shit, our next step should be changing how we operate as a nation because as it is set up right now, you are never going to see generational wealth. We need to get to a point where we're okay with that as long as us as a collective are okay as a collective and we're not being disenfranchised and we're able to invest in ourselves and we're able to create and we're able to be happy with the fact that we are black people in America. I think that's more important than anything else. That was my point. <laughs> okay, that's really all you had to say. <laughs> That's great. I think people should be happy as fuck. It was just a never. I don't like that. I I, I get it. I get you it. Can't I bring I, that out. I, and I'm gonna stick it to you because I like, get. I get it's it. not true. I should have led with in the system that we are living right now. We are never going to get to what where we want to get because we live in a capitalist nation and we are speaking of people that are capitalists, millionaires, athletes, etc. My question to you: Can we make? The differentiation. I don't even know if I said that correctly still. Should we separate their platform? Like, hey, he's a basketball player. He's a football player. And that's all he is to me. Or do we look at his brand as a whole? He's a white football player. He's a black basketball player. And he is saying this. And this is divisive. This is I mean, negative. Of course not. Then that's, that's just racism again, right? If it's if it has something to do with black and white in general, it's. I mean, I, I, I'm, only, I'm only saying that because of right. what we're discussing, but it could it could be something as like, yo, I don't like. Think it like this, all the sports players are. What are they first? People, right? Mm-hmm. With opinions. Mm-hmm. So if they speak and want to speak on it, I don't see the problem with it. Even if their opinion isn't the same as yours, why can't they have? They can have whatever opinion they fucking want to. Mm-hmm. I don't think people should be condemned for being like, okay, yeah, fuck this guy as a person, but he can surely fucking shoot a basketball or mm-hmm. he can surely throw a fucking football. Mm-hmm. I mean, to you say, oh, if they want to like a person based on just his sports or like a person just on his personality or his uh, political views or whatever fuck his opinion is, I mean, whatever. Why do you even care what that person's opinion is in the first place? That's what I never got about celebrity. I feel that there are people that continuously consume these athletes and they know their platform. That's why we have things like endorsements. That's why people are endorsing Gatorade because I know if I see fucking LeBron James drinking Gatorade, I'm looking at the Gatorade like, I'm just going to get that Gatorade. Maybe. Maybe. I'm talking about the basic consumer. So they're always consuming what this person is doing, how this person is acting. Yeah. It's that and the third. And when when you look at it at a micro level, their political views can also bleed into your consumption. So if a person... I didn't even think I was going to talk about this, but a random-ass example is Pee Wee Herman, right? Okay. There's a reason why Pee Wee Herman got fucked up. 
Pee Wee Herman used one of his episodes, besides him being a little creepy, Pee Wee Herman used one of his episodes to tell the kids, <laughs> go get their parents' credit cards. <laughs> Um, and put some money into his account, right? So when you think on a micro level, okay. shit like that, uh-huh. where I can tell you to go do something, you will fucking do it. Mm-hmm. If I tell you to go vote Republican, you could fucking do it. That's why we had Diddy out in the streets talking about vote or die. I think Pete Herman was a bit of a stretch. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was telling kids to go do this but shit. But I, Children will listen. Adults... If they're listening to celebrities, there are, pe- um, there are people that will cut themselves just to look like the celebrity. I get it. I totally, I get it. But you know that's a mental issue, right? But it's people that it's it's not just one person. <laughs> like, and it may not be as far as like I'm going to cut myself to look like uh, Britney Spears or somewhere else, right? It could be just be like I love Britney so much. Like, yeah, but it's still something that they have that they're missing inside themselves that they think they could find in this celebrity person or whatever. That's a psycho thing, and, yeah, and we so all mental. But we all have. But use an example like LeBron just spoke on racial injustices and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then when he spoke on it, the news said, hey, he's a basketball player. Shut up. One specific white chick. I can't remember her name. I can't remember her name. Fuck her. When I'm yeah, giving her a platform. Right. She said it. She said, mm-hmm. hey, go dribble the ball. And the other guy from New Orleans Saints. Drew Brees. He said the shit. Oh, yeah, ain't that your team, too? Unfortunately, <laughs> it is my fucking team, yo. Oh, my God. That shit hurt my fucking feelings, man. <laughs> Let's go. Anyways, he said his statement and it was just fine. I mean, that's obviously a she's obviously bending towards uh, a direction. That's the majority, one. That's not even journalistic. The majority is bending towards. And if we're really gonna talk about journalism and mainstream fucking news, we that shit is but, dead. <laughs> there's yeah, no I journalism. Have to be. There's it, no it, mainstream. It, it should have been dead, but I watched for social media, right? I watched I watched a documentary on Bernie Sanders and how they collectively had a social media blackout against him. Uh, if you guys want to go check it out, I don't know what. What does it mean? Like they don't fuck with him? They said that his following was divisive and he always wanted to fight, and it was like Bernie Bros, right? And uh, before you get into Bernie Bros, whatever the hell this is, mm-hmm. let's take a shot. <laughs> Ooh, let's take a break. <laughs> uh, hope you're uh, enjoying the listen <laughs> to us. Be a political podcast. Right. But yeah, we're the Crush Boys. We're songwriters. <laughs> and uh, we're also black men. We're also black men. And we, uh, you can find us at, at thecrushboys.com, at the Crush Boys on social networks, at Crush Boys Zach, at Crush Boys Slayer for the boy over there. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Like I was saying, the mainstream media handling Bernie and his coverage, it was times that he was w- winning states and they weren't covering it. When he actually put his ballot in to be a political candidate, they weren't covering it. Because they knew that without that coverage, it was a base that was never going to realize that. As a whole, he was a legitimate candidate. And that's why now we're looking at... So now it's been forgotten. I mean, I don't think it's been forgotten. I think, like, a lot of situations that happen right now, as far as us being woken up, we're understanding that a lot of the larger nations and countries that are prospering have a hybrid of two different 
ideologies. You might have a capitalist nation with undertones of just socialism as far as healthcare goes. Like, I think a lot of that is just important for us to grow as a whole. And when it comes to voting, you need to understand that everything that you are doing against a fascist president and going against a regime like the police is just one step to a larger fucking puzzle. I would say that I was wrong somewhere in saying that protesting isn't going to do anything because protesting got those four officers in jail. Mm-hmm. For shit like that, for definitely, it changes something. Mm-hmm. When it's, it's blatant just, and they have to be forced, the government or the officials have to be forced into doing something. That's the only way, yes, protests work in that regard. But for the deepness that you're talking about, protests would definitely not work. No, protest, sure. protest is not going to work. That's why voting works. Because that's why voting we, for the wrong people ain't going to work either. Not necessarily voting. I can't wait to be re-educated on this one. We got we got to hold people accountable. It, st- it doesn't stop at you being like, okay, fine. We have to change. This bipartisanship also has to change. But that's time for another podcast that may not be on this forum. But like I said, bar- yes. I will say this. Bipartisanship needs to change. You can't just pick between two different people that you aren't even sure if they have your interest in, exactly. involved. I agree with you on that. Sure but how do we enact change like that? We continue to vote. We continue to get people in there that have the same ideas as us because you're looking at people right now that are going to be politicians. There's people listening right now that are going to be politicians. Hopefully. And if we're using our forum, nice. they're watching their friends be brutalized by the police. They're watching their family be locked up over some bullshit. They're watching all of this change happen and then knowing that these older generations of thinking is going to be the fuck out of here because all they have to do is rally and get the same people that think just like them to put them in office to continue to do what we're doing. For sure. But also what I will say, and I will reiterate that throughout this whole podcast, capitalism needs to change. It cannot, you have to change capitalism. Change it, AJ. If I was a better speaker, shit. <laughs> if you were, you act like that's not possible. I, I mean, you, you sure do talk a lot. <laughs> Isn't that the first step of public speaking? Yo, but you had a debate and shit. I haven't debated since high school. But please, that's a lie. You debate everything. <laughs> you debate everything. What are you talking about? <laughs> you have never just said yeah. <laughs> Ever. What are you doing? Yo, stop it. Stop, stop lying. Stop. You can't debate this. Stop. I know that. <laughs> you lose it here. I know stop. that. Stop it. Anyway, to go back to our original point, I feel you cannot separate the entertainer from the brand. It's all-encompassing, especially the way that it works now. It's two sides of every coin. There's a reason why it can be promoted and uh, make sponsorships and whatnot on your social media. And the minute that you say some bullshit, I'm going to hold you accountable because I bought the Gatorade that you put in the last post, but I'm not buying this bullshit. That's true. So when it comes down to that, but Mm -hmm. so you're saying that a fan will stop being a fan of somebody because they say a comment they don't agree with. I'm saying you should hold them accountable. I'm not saying completely write them off, but if you're noticing patterns and ref like like any relationship, going beyond just the things that you consume. So destroy their livelihood. Don't destroy their livelihood, but understand that you're the consumer. You control their narrative. So change their opinion. Re-educate them. Don't change their opinion. <laughs> change their change their opinion by re-educating them on the fact that you're gonna just jump right back on it and you know that they're not really I mean at the same time you have the you have the option and I say it's important for us as people to understand that we change and we grow. Perfect example is Mark Warburg, right? 
Amusing lines. I guess. Mark Wahlberg. Yeah, I think so. Was jailed for beating a black man. Oh, yeah, for sure. Almost to death. Looking at, we can go into arguments about his, like, whole upbringing coming from Boston and whatnot. Now we're seeing him in shows and movies with fellow compatriots that are black. It do seem like he act like himself, regardless. Which comes across as, it's on the racial side. I mean. It seemed like it. From Boston. A little bit. What does that mean? I mean, I get it. Conditioning. I don't, I haven't looked at his social uh, media. If any of you have, please go check out and see if he has anything about Black Lives Matter. But if he hasn't, I won't be surprised. I think he would have. He's smart. He's a very smart businessman, first off. But I mean, I'm saying he seemed like himself, though. I don't, I don't feel like he 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 is a racist on that. And I mean, I guess beforehand because I don't know what what issues it was. I really don't know. Mm-hmm. It did seem pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Beat a man half to right. death. It did seem pretty bad. It did seem like it could have been on some racist shit. Definitely racial. Yeah, it probably, it probably was. But at the same time, I mean, I don't know. Is it really a reform just because he's been, I guess, endorsed by the black people? Not necessarily endorsed, but re-educated. I feel like when it comes down to where he's, his stance is and, like, him showing some kind of empathy for what he did and just really voicing, like, yo, I, I started from here. I've changed from this. My original point, if we just separated him as an artist from his personal life, then He's a racist, but at the same time, he makes really good action films. I'm gonna fuck with him, right? And some good chick that flicks. That don't sound right. Chick flicks. That don't sound right. Though. What you mean? Saying like he a racist, but I'm gonna fuck with him because he he make good movies and shit. Mm-hmm. That don't sound right. It don't sound right. Exactly. But <laughs> but that was that's point. deep. That's deep though. That's like if that opinion comes up, then yeah, I guess. But. Even even on a micro level, if he's like, yo, I'm going to endorse Jeff Bezos. And let's say Jeff Bezos is uh, a person that you don't necessarily conform to because instead of properly um, taking care of his people, looking like he's trying to be on the run to be the first trillionaire, he's capitalism at its best, basically. And you're looking at the situation, he's like, look. I love Amazon. It's sponsored. It's endorsed. And he's getting money from this post. And his ideology is like, Jeff Bezos stands for what I believe in and what I push forward. It's not a racial thing, but knowing that what he's standing for is the opposite and antithesis to what you believe in, what do you do do then? He would have to give me a real good reason why he needed a trillion dollars. Jeff Bezos or Mark Wahlberg? <laughs> I mean, shit. If I was Mark Wahlberg and I, and I had the opportunity to get in with Jeff Bezos, then I guess I probably would. Because, I mean, it seems like a great part of capitalism at its finest. Mm. But if Jeff Bezos was like, I need a trillion dollars because I can make sure I can do this and this and this and he this don't need a trillion, but world. Or whatever the fuck. As a consumer, do you feel it's your responsibility to separate the fact that Mark Wahlberg whether you don't fuck with Jeff Bezos or not, is just an actor to you, or is he a brand as a collective? I don't know. I guess it depends on how much danger he's he's doing to the world. And other than that, I really don't give a fuck about his name because he don't pay my bills. <laughs> he don't. Hell, like, that's just me, though. Like, yeah. I know other people might look at Mark Wahlberg or might look at Jeff Bezos and be like, yo, these niggas is kings. Like, they figure out a way to get to this point in their life or they look like this or they doing these type of things or whatever the reasoning is and that shit inspires them to be like that person. Whatever you need to get by, I guess, but if you're gonna put that much fucking uh, faith in somebody else's opinions, I think you should really sit with yourself for a second. 
and realize what you're doing. Yeah. I think that's more of the issue that I have with it. But for me personally, I don't give a fuck what Mark Wahlberg did. But people idolize people. Okay, another example. I'm just going to be my example. The way people look at Beyonce, right? She can do no wrong. There's nothing. But Beyonce is very smart with her brand because she doesn't say anything outside of her base. She listens to her base. And that's why I say it's important for people to to understand the power they have against these celebrities. Like, there's a reason why Drew Brees could sit here and say some bullshit, right? It's because he knows his base. Or he may not even be a two in his base because, like, look, I get paid by the NFL, which... In and of itself is my base. I mean, in fact, he also know that if his money were to stop that day from all of his sponsors, he's probably straight. Probably straight. Even if the NFL was like, we're not taking you back, if they were to go real far, whatever, he still has comfort in knowing that he's probably made the right investments, that he's good. But what I've noticed with people... So why give a fuck? ...who have made money is that they want more. And the way you make more is by... The thing you said earlier, which is equity, and their equity as a celebrity is through us. There's a reason why he's recanting a lot of things that he's saying. It's because people are not going to come to your fucking games if they know you don't give a fuck about them. He Regardless should. if the NFL is behind your back and they racist as well. That nigga only got one year left in him, so he I shouldn't agree. give a fuck. But then he has to do commercials. He shouldn't have he got, to. He's going to have to do commercials. He shouldn't have to. I don't see how these niggas be having to do this shit. I don't see, with, especially niggas like him who get like the deals, the big ones. Because like you think of it, the hundred million dollar deal type of shit. With as much money as you make, your bills extend just as much. Right, and the more investments and shit you can make to make more money freely, and have it just be making money for you individually, maybe. But again, exactly. he might he might fuck around and have like six kids. That have six kids. That have six kids. And them six kids better get a job. <laughs> but and figure listen, it out. like. Maybe he want. Maybe he extended himself. Maybe his endorsements went bad. Maybe his investments went bad. Whatever. All these things happen. Like, but that's what I'm saying. As a person, mm-hmm. understand your value to these people. Understand that you're a valuable asset to these people. And if you don't hold them accountable, then you hold up their reeducation. This, as a whole, has been a podcast about the reeducation of people. From the regular civilians up to the fucking celebrities. Yeah. And, um... You just telling Trina shut the fuck up. I do think Trina should shut the fuck up. I think she should have been really educated before she fucking even opened her mouth. Because that's another... It's another point that I'm trying to say. People of color like to be divisive in a lot of things that they say because they think... And like I said earlier, they identify with being rich before they ever identify with anything else. Like, her understanding her privilege as being a celebrity and not understanding that if she didn't have a celebrity, she'd be a black woman that also gets her ass beat every day, whether they have a license or registration. To re-educate Trina, dumbass. Oh, boy. (laughs) Trina, I'm fucking with you. I don't know. I don't... I I gotta read whatever... I I mean, I gotta hear what you said. Yo, to re-educate Trina, I I know you know... The bullshit that goes on in Florida. You know to avoid those places, but know that you if you pull up in those places, your license and registration don't mean a goddamn thing. So stop acting like you high and mighty depending um, on everything that you might know the mayor nigga. I don't know. Well shit. 
Shout out to Trina Using your privilege girl I hope you Use it in the, in the right way though For the rest of black people too <laughs> I'm gonna end it With Kanye West Because I feel like I don't owe him an apology But I do I would like to acknowledge When people do right And it, I, I would be hypocritical And it would be remiss of me To not speak on the fact that When somebody does great You know what I mean And he donated 2 million To the to the um, families of Ahmad Floyd and Breonna Taylor and also started a college fund for Floyd's daughter. A lot of people around him are saying that he was just wearing a MAGA hat to get someone out of jail and that conversation didn't start until he did it. He started, he gave a box of all this paraphernalia, paraphernalia, I don't know if that's the correct word, but a lot of this uh, swag this MAGA swag. He was just doing it as a facade. And like I say, this is another great example of how 2020 is a really bad Dark Mirror episode. I don't know what it is. All I know (laughs) is that all of these capitalists are extremely smart. It makes sense. but All of them. Good or bad. All these rich people, they're extremely smart, yo. But I think that speaks to... Everything is a plot. Everything is a plot. It speaks to the effect of how vulnerable we are as a people right now. It's so easy to do the right thing for people to get praised. Like, you're doing the right thing and people are praising you for it. We're vulnerable as a people. We're just... We're looking for something, especially when we're watching our own get beat and brutalized by our own police. Like, we're just pulling for strings. We're waiting for something to be different. And... Man, man, I, prayers go up to everybody listening. I hope all you guys are safe. If you are protesting, continue to wear your mask. COVID is still out here waiting for you to slip up. Continue to vote. I know Zach doesn't necessarily... I'm, I'm going to win Zach over. I want y'all to know, I'm going to win this nigga I mean, Zach over. It just over. depends on who... If I saw a candidate that I personally was like, yo, that nigga should be something, then I will vote for him. I'm not about to vote for somebody that elects themselves. That's already a problem. Not a lot of people are... Just, Okay, I think that's already the issue. So what about your your mayors or your like Senate, Congress, the Senate third? Like, if you elect yourself, why are you doing it? Why do you Why do you want this? Why do you want this position of power? Why? Because it's power. It's powerful. So I can't vote for you. I don't want you in. I don't want none of you niggas in, even if you got the a decent right ideas. No, I don't want you because you you gonna let the power get to your But there's a lot of people that are also There's gotta be somebody that don't wanna do it. But there's a lot of people that don't wanna do it but know that there's a need to be done. Mm-hmm. And I need to be shown that. But who? You gotta do research though. It, it requires work. A lot of these people are not even in your state. You have to it's search okay. for these people. It's okay. I'm gonna start voting when I get involved. I'm gonna send you shit. I'm gonna send you shit. And I'm gonna make sure that everybody is political out there. Send this shit to at go for it. At Crush Boy Zach. I got unlimited email. <laughs> I ain't even tripping. It's not gonna fill up. You got unlimited email? Unlimited. Email. How you do that? Don't worry about it. Okay. We talk about that after the podcast. So go ahead. Send it. Hit up this nigga Zach I'm on all social media. It. Every political we I'm are in California, so all our California uh voters. I also don't care about money and stuff. So it's like I care about money because I have bills. You don't that. need to care about money. You can care about the next person. I also, I also feel like everybody should leave. Excuse me? Everybody should leave. Leave what? Leave America. Oh, leave America? <laughs> Go the fuck where is that? Where are we going? Live. Just live. Go like wherever I, your heart tells you. Like I said, racism is live. globally. So if you happen to look like me or be in, in a shaded darker than white. If you're also afraid, you give off that energy too. Afraid of what? You don't need to be afraid. Right, you don't. But I'm saying, a lot of people step outside. I used to step outside and be like, fuck, 
is a cop right there. Why? Because I'm because I'm black and that's just how I've been conditioned. But if I don't if I don't feel like that on the inside, I'm not gonna even give off that energy. It's one. a lot of people. And I'm gonna look that man's face. He's gonna look me in the face. And if he a dead ass racist, he gonna be afraid because he know I'm not gonna be the black man to play with. And he gonna have to get his friends before he fuck with me. I don't necessarily think that's. The I truth. do. I don't think that's true. It's Sorry. a lot of people that come out here and know their rights and like, look, I'm not a fucking afraid of you. I'm not. It's a lot of protesters and know like, look, I might have to die today. I'm not afraid to die today. Yeah. And then they get tear grass thrown in their face and they have to. We're human Dude, beings. Was, as soon as we sit in this, I, 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 I can't tell you. I can't. I can't sit here and argue and say that the moment that a nigga puts a gun in my face, I'm gonna be like, shoot me. You're not. I can't say that. Most people are not going to be like that, but they might stay in the ground. Yes. You could. M- most people. Okay. You gotta be a bad motherfucker, and you didn't had a gun point in your face like 300 times in your life for to be like, shoot me, nigga. No. No. But that, no. That, that's essentially, essentially, that's what we're doing as black up. people. You keep your head up. You be strong, and you can. You can even cry at that same time. As but black people, as black people, you That's know true. the extremes that we go through when we walk out That's our true. own cribs, and it's not that we should feel ashamed of that. We should change the system. And that's important, and I want everybody to understand that we all have a responsibility to change that system, regardless of how you do it. Whether you're protesting, donating, it takes all of us to change this shit. That is my rant for today. Um, thanks for listening, guys. This is another episode of Waved Up with the Crush Boys. I am Crush Boy Slay. Mm, I'm Zach. Crush for me is Zach. Of the Crush Boy variety. And uh, this is Waved Up. You ain't even put your... Put, what's, your what's your at name? I did that in the middle. You could do it again at the end. Yeah, for sure. At the Crush... Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> at the Crush Boys is for both of us. <laughs> On social media, mine is at Crush Boy Zach. Z A C H, you feel me? What if you had like a hundreds of like? Might be. Like it's one person I was like, I'm gonna put the K. That's Crush fine. boy Zach with the K. He got like thirty thousand followers. I will go look that nigga up <laughs> and I will go click on all y'all and follow y'all. Be like, y'all met me, right? I hope all you guys are safe. I want everybody to be safe. Regardless of what you do, understand that this is just one step to a larger problem, and we're doing everything that we can. I'm very proud of you. I want you guys to know to be very mindful of your spirit. Take time to be off social media because this shit will fucking wreck you, and you will be making a podcast sounding like me. But anyway, um, take care. Zach loves you. I love you. Mm-hmm. And uh, not to be that guy, but the week before this, we will have had a release come out. <laughs> We have a release coming out. It's called Midnight. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Midnight. That's it. That's we should, make, we should make this our background. Our of background. Of midnight. If you listen to this, it is in the background. It's tucked real low, but um, check it out. It will be on our Crush Boys Spotify. Yeah, and uh, DJ Mark Voss. He produced on it. Shout out to him. Shout out to DJ Mark and uh, yeah. Voss. That's it. That's all I wanted to say. Also, if you want to work with us, our shows socials at The Crush Boys. Um, we would love to hear your production, your songwriting, and whatnot, and uh, get at us. Yeah. And uh, here, we take another shot for we go. I'm drunk a little bit. This is The Crush Boys signing off. Y'all have a good one. Peace out.